You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to Super Swings, a miniseries from The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. Now, it's been a few years since we shared stories from Broadway's superheroes, The Swings. These actors have some of the most challenging jobs in theater. Hero might not be each of their middle names, but they are definitely superheroes of Broadway. In general, swings are hired to understudy multiple ensemble tracks on a show. They're asked to remember all of the lines, blocking, choreography, vocal harmonies, and backstage traffic for multiple roles. The number of roles they cover vary from show to show, but it's usually every role in the ensemble, sometimes of all genders. Last season, 288 actors worked as swings on Broadway. That's literally a third of the performers working under Actors' Equity Chorus contracts. When people say the show must go on, swings are usually the people who make that happen. Christopher Rice spent more than four years as a swing on the Broadway production of The Book of Mormon, where he covered the seven men in the Mormon Ensemble. He's also toured the country as Baby John in West Side Story and in Irving Berlin's White Christmas. This summer, Chris has been working as a vacation swing on the soon-to-close Broadway production of Pretty Woman, so we caught him in the middle of his rehearsal process to tell us what the experience has been like. Here's our conversation. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Good, very good. Will you introduce yourself and tell us what neighborhood of New York City you live in? I'm Christopher Rice, and um, I live in Hell's Kitchen. In its simplest form, what is a swing? Swings could go on stage for, uh, I would say, probably two different main reasons. One would be if a principal is out and the understudy would go on to play the lead role. The understudy would usually be in the ensemble, so a swing would fill the ensemble position. And another time a swing would go on is if an ensemble member would take a vacation, personal day, or go to a wedding or a funeral, kind of like any other job when they take a personal day. A swing's job is to fill the track. And at its most complicated, what (laughs) is the role of a swing? 
problem solving to the max and uh, fixing problematic scenarios on the fly, often playing multiple people at once if multiple people are out of the show and there's not enough coverage. Split shows, uh, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point in this podcast, but uh, split shows come along and you may have to be uh, two or three different people or two guys, two different swings could be on covering uh, four guys that are out and you have to make sure the different people get their props and the set pieces get adjusted if the set is moved by any actors while maintaining all the formations and the dances making sure all the harmony lines are covered it gets uh, quite extensive at times what's the most tracks that you've been asked to cover at one time eight i covered seven in my last show and then uh my current project the swings cover eight and how do you like to keep track of notes? I, every person kind of keeps track of things their own personal way. No, absolutely. I feel like everybody has, just as we all learn differently, uh, we also you know, can maintain um, a track in a different way. I, for me, I have a three-ring binder um, or like a spiral notebook, depending on the project. And I put the person's, it's like a cheat sheet. I put the person's name at the top. I write down entrance, exits, anything that's different with the choreography or staging or harmony lines. If I had any questions and my memory wasn't serving me correctly, I could go back and glance my notes. And for me, that's what helps. And I can, if the show allows you to check your notes backstage uh, and during scenes that you're not on for, that's a good time to just glance down at your notes. I know a lot of people use note cards or some people use, you know, apps on their iPad, which is, that's really cool. But for me, just paper and pen. And how much rehearsal does a swing usually get to learn all of those roles that they have to take? In my experience, um, I've been a replacement swing, so I've joined a pre-existing show, and uh, I've had a more leisurely experience swinging because I have got to join a show that was set in stone. This person stands on this number, on this track, and sings this part, then they move to this area, and it's kind of mapped out, so I'm learning a pre-existing show. If you are a part of a show that's new, uh, my fiancé has swung a couple shows, and he has joined from uh, many different parts of the process. Sometimes he joins mid-show, sometimes he joins mid-tech, and he's joined at the beginning of the process too. So he's gotten to experience swinging from the beginning, middle, and end kind of of a rehearsal process. When it's a new show, there's a lot of changes that happen as the creative team decides to cut numbers, make adjustments, add costumes. Things change a lot. What's been great about the projects I have joined to swing, they have given me ample time to like learn the pre-existing track and also move at a rate that I'm comfortable with. My first show i had two weeks to learn my first track do you rehearse on stage do you rehearse in a rehearsal room both i um, started learning my most recent show with um, the dance captain and assistant dance captain and actually a replacement dance captain who was learning the show uh, we learned at uh, ripley greer studio smaller studios they taught me the dances and then they had some time uh, on stage it costs money to put people into a show it costs thousands of dollars because it's not just costumes and wigs and things like that it's the rehearsal time and rehearsal space with stage managers being paid and uh, the dance staff being paid and musical director being paid on top of the actor who's learning the show getting paid so it's an expensive process to put somebody into a show. And it also costs money to rehearse on stage because they have to hire representatives from the different unions. Um, so you have to have like a union head there to rehearse on stage. So, um, but I was fortunate enough to get to rehearse on stage a little bit a little bit by myself. You've talked a little bit about some of the other things that a swing needs to know about a track. But in addition to choreography and music and lines, what are those other things? From the audience point of view, uh, Broadway looks really, really big and expansive. Backstage, 
for most shows, it's really tight and really, uh, it's a danger zone. So you have to know where you can stand when there's not a set piece coming and going from the stage or from above. A lot of the wings on the sides of the stage, they are really small. There's not enough space for all the set pieces. So they often fly them overhead, sometimes two and three. Like the stacks, one scene on top of another scene on top of another scene, all flying overhead. And if you are in the wrong place at the wrong time, clearly there's a crew there to watch out for any actors. But you just want to make sure that you're not in anybody's way because... Uh, it can be the most stressful part about swinging is remembering where to be backstage and where not to be backstage as well as are there certain things that make a track easier or harder to learn? I think learning a track for the first time is like, okay, it's more to wrap your head around because it's you don't know the ins and outs of the show yet. And then once you kind of have the first track, to me, everything else kind of is like, okay, so track A stands there. Okay, now I'm track B, so I'm track A is to my right. And so you kind of start to map it out. The more tracks you know, it actually is easier because you're seeing all the pieces of the puzzle. And you're saying, oh, yeah, I know I know that because that's how the door gets open and I walk through the door. So that makes sense. You kind of start to f- get ahead and you kind of start to figure out things from observing the show and observing rehearsals. You see the domino effects that take place. So I think um, when tracks are like the tracks you learn later for me have been more uh, easy for me to pick up. You can, if this first one takes you, uh, you know, a couple days, the, the fifth track may just take you 30 minutes of, yeah, you know what to do. Stand there, stand there, stand there. This one's on the right, not the left. And you're good to go. Also, if some tracks may be more featured vocally or featured physically, say there's a dance sequence that a certain dancer does, not every person's in every number for the most part, if it's a musical, if you are, swinging uh and you know full ensemble some of those people cover the leads and usually they may have uh, a little bit lighter of a track so it's not so aggressive to go on when um they need to go on for the lead and it's easier for you to jump in so let's talk about the book of mormon was there a track in that show that was harder or easier honestly book of mormon was pretty tough all around like they they were each track asked a lot of you. I covered seven different guys, as I said, and um, Mormon's really fun to swing because each track gets a feature of its own. So you may be, you know, Jesus or Hitler or Jeffrey Dahmer, or if you haven't seen the show, this will all make sense when you see it. <laughs> um, Let's assume that most people yeah. listening to a theater podcast in 2019 have seen the Book of Mormon. Let's hope so. If not, pause this, go see the show, and then come back because you don't have to want to finish this. But most of those tracks had a feature, and I think the ones that were harder or less hard would just be amount of effort if I was singing like the top 10 or one, it took a lot more out of me than to like kind of relax and sing the lower notes. So I think in that show for me personally and the skills that I brought to, uh, you know, that task. After four and a half years, you must be comfortable with with the tracks, even seven of them. Yeah. Would you get nervous going on? My fellow swing at, at Book of Mormon, Matthew, he... Uh, this is it, Matthew Marks. Matthew Marks, yeah. Uh, great guy. He, it was like nothing phased him. They'd be like, you're on for zones. So I'd be like, okay. And he would do it. And he would kill it. And it was like he never had to think about it. I don't know if he did inside of his brain, but maybe my brain maintains information differently because I would need to like think through things a little bit. Even if I would know the information, I was comfortable going on. But I think I'm such a perfectionist that I was like, am I doing it right? I never wanted to not second guess myself for a moment to just uh, get in the groove before I went on stage. And sometimes you don't have that luxury because sometimes you're thrown on mid-show. If I was thrown on ever, I knew my stuff. I didn't ever, you know, bomb or totally forget anything. I like to go through my whole track in my brain if I like a little like, okay, here's what we're doing tonight. You good? Great. Let's do it. You know, kind of get the roadmap in front of you. So yes, I was definitely comfortable enough to go on. Do you know how many shows you did? Gosh, I, I knew at one point hundreds i was there i joined before the 2000th performance and i was there long after the 3000th performance so i was in the building for quite a few performances um and i would say i was probably on like 
in like overall my time i'd say like 40 40 45 percent of the time so enough and then it was also nice because while doing a show for a long time uh is such a great uh you know, experience to have. It was also nice that I was swinging. I could, for my body, the normal aches and pains that would come with the show uh, happened to my body differently because I would get to uh, reverse and do the other side for a while if I was on the, you know, the other side of the stage for a number or I would get time to rest backstage. So it was a really big blessing in disguise. That downtime brought a lot of other artistic endeavors that were also uh, creatively satisfying. Um, so I'm, th- I'm saying thankful for that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So what's the least amount of notice you've gotten? Mid-act one. They'd be like, you're on in the next scene. Shave. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay. Uh, An actor's voice just started to go out. Allergies hit. And his voice over the first two songs just kind of faded away. And then... I was on in the next scene. Yeah. I was also put on, uh, someone was stuck on a train and our stage manager came in and was like, just so you know, so-and-so was on a train and uh, the train stuck. So I'll let you know. And I was like, let me know. It's five. And then they're like places for the top of the show. And they were like, late scratch. Chris will be on for so-and-so's track. And what you also may not realize as a non-theater person or as a theater person, uh, maybe elsewhere, the layouts of Broadway theaters are often um, the dressing rooms are, st- you know, stacked up in different floors. So we are up like four and a half floors up for the Mormon boys and sound is in the basement and wardrobes in the basement. And they have to get you a microphone up to your floor. They have to get you costumes. They didn't hold the curtain. They weren't like, great, we'll make sure Chris is ready. They said places and then five minutes later usually when it starts they were like ladies and gentlemen the book of mormon will begin in one minute i'm upstairs i'm in underwear with a part down the middle of my head where i'm putting my microphone in and i have to go down five and a half flights to the basement across the bottom of the stage and i'm the first person to walk onto the stage um after uh, you know the show starts so it was it was maddening it was crazy and then you have no time it's not even like you don't get to think about anything you're like you blink and then you're in front of an audience which is kind of exhilarating Sounds totally exhilarating and nerve wracking, but it's a a good time. (laughs) So what is a split track? A split track usually occurs when uh, there are more people out of the show than there is coverage in the building. So for any show, there is usually, you know, a couple swings, a couple understudies, occasionally a vacation swing that's in the building. If there's not enough people to have an understudy or a swing play each role that's usually in the cast, they will fully eliminate they have to. So one, one person, there's not enough people. So so-and-so's track won't exist tonight. So a split track would mean my job as a swing is to come and fill in for Joe and Bob, the two guys that are both out, and I need to do the main things in both of their tracks. If it's like dance partnering, like a guy and a girl at a ball or something, like in Cinderella, they would sometimes eliminate 
a couple and then someone was in on the side once in west side story we didn't have enough coverage and um i was baby john in that production on the road and at one point my dance partner um jessica she had to dance with one of like the lead jets because there were so many girls out and so i just stood on the side because we didn't have enough coverage the same experience in west side story we had this great uh dance captain swing named kirsten tucker and she uh, gosh she's unreal she played both a shark and a jet girl one night because there were not enough girls so she was doing a split track literally playing two polar opposite you know she went from the dance of the gym to like cool and then to america and went back and forth characters it was just crazy she would change wigs and dresses and run back on stage and um that was like the, the epitome in my brain of like what a split track is covering multiple different people with one body how often do split tracks occur I think it's different for each production. With Book of Mormon, uh, there's a song in the show called Two by Two, which you're probably familiar with. And literally every white male in the show has a counterpart. So they can't ever do a cut show. And there's uh, it's two by two. So it can't, can't be two <laughs> by one, you know. So Book of Mormon, uh, at least in my experience, there always had enough people in the building to cover. So we never had a, a split track for um, any of the mormon boys and split tracks um i think they're a last resort the the goal of the producer besides making money and then saving money is to you know put on the put on the show that everybody wants to see and the thing is most people wouldn't notice that the split track is occurring maybe only the mega fans or the repeat customers that have seen the show so many times that they might catch a little subtle difference like that but split tracks uh it's probably different i guess for each show and the goal is for them not to happen often and then if they do happen uh for the audience not to even know you talked a little bit about your feelings about swinging before you had the opportunity to do it yourself and that you thought, oh, that's something that other people can do. It's not something that I really want to take on until you were given the opportunity. How have your feelings about swinging changed over time? That's a really great question. Uh, I'm really appreciative of my time as a swing. It's taught me, I keep on saying it taught me so much, but it really has given me uh, the gift of knowledge in a lot of different areas of what it takes to you know, put on a show. I respect Every swing that has ever swung. Um, <laughs> and some people may swing and say, oh, gosh, I'm not great at this. And some people may swing. Like my fiance loves swinging and he loves like the rush of going on stage last minute. And he, he like thrives on that feeling. No matter what your experience with swinging is, it's kind of like people say uh, everyone should, you know, wait tables at some point in their life so they know how to treat a server correctly. Kind of same with like swinging. I think everyone should learn what it takes to be a swing. And then the lessons you learn from it are just, you know, irreplaceable. Lessons like what? Forgiveness for yourself if things don't go perfectly. I mentioned trust in yourself and you know what you're capable of, but also trusting that that you know information even when you're thrown into a situation where you haven't had you know extra amount of time to have a cushy, relaxing you know process that day for the show. It helps you see the big picture of what it takes to put on a show and also what it takes for each little moment to occur. And it also gives you an appreciation for every cast member, because even if someone has one track, they don't cover anybody in the, in the show every night. They still, it's so, they're so valuable and the work they're doing is so important. And a swing is the only person that really gets to dip their toes in all of those different roles. I feel like every role I've ever played or every show I've ever been a part of is, you know, you walk away with lessons learned and as a swing, you get to learn all the lessons for each of those parts. And it's, uh, it's a, it's a challenge, and it's also um, something I wouldn't trade.
Special thanks to Christopher Rice for sharing his stories with us this week. You can learn more about him and how to connect with him online by visiting our website, theensemblist.com. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. You guys, you can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These have been coming in and they make my heart so happy when I see them. Thank you so much for those of you who have been leaving those. And if you haven't left one yet, there's still time. There's still infinity amount of time. (laughs) So please, uh, if you have a moment, just leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at theensemblist.com. And make sure you're following us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website, original photography, and some spectacular blog posts written by actors working on Broadway and around the country. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.